You are listening to Podcast Guesting Tips. This show will deliver podcast guest management and pitching insight to help you get in front of new audiences through podcast interviews so you can build connections and increase credibility. I'm your host and podcast guesting expert, Anne-Marie Tamrowski. I'm going to help you get your pitches read and responded to with the workflow that saves you time and energy. So listen in, stay tuned, subscribe and share the show with your friends so they can also join you on this mission to be on podcasts about fear. Let's go ahead and get to the show. Welcome to this episode on podcast guesting tips. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Tamrowski. And on this particular episode, we're going to talk about the type of information that you need to capture when you're doing your research and when you're doing your pitch process, period. So this is more tactical in nature and just gives you some ideas on what to include in your tracker, especially if you have a teammate that is handling this. If you outsource all of this work, if you have a VA, this is important. So share this episode with them. Actually, share this whole podcast with them. They're going to learn a lot. <laughs> so whenever you're pitching to podcasts, it's important to track like relevant information to help you stay organized and you follow up effectively. Now, here are some of the types of information that you may want to track when pitching to podcasts. These are all no brainer. You can add to, you can take away, you can cut, you can make this your own. But here is the most important information that helps you not only keep track from a tracking purpose, but also for engagement. So you want to obviously have the podcast name. You can keep track of the name of the podcast you're pitching to. This includes like the podcast title or the name of the show, as well as the names of the host or even the producers. So in your spreadsheet or whatever tool it is that, that you're looking for, if you're using one of my templates, I already have it outlined there for you. You don't have to do anything. Actually, all my templates have all of this, if not more, and it's plug and play. So check out the link in the show notes if you're interested in learning more about that. But in a nutshell, generally speaking, your boilerplate template should always include that, that podcast name and the host. You're also going to include that contact information. So you're going to include the information of the podcast, like the email address, the website, and other relevant details. Obviously, this is going to allow you to easily reach out and follow up on the podcast hosts and the producers even. So email, that's a big one. You're going to do show research. You're going to be like, ah, I can't find an email address. Those are kind of hard. (laughs) But if you do the work right, you'll be able to find the email address. You may have to play a little bit of an inspector gadget, but the information is there. There's actually a platform that you can become a member to, and I can link that in the show notes. It's called Podseeker. Podseeker is a paid guest directory, if you will, or podcast directory, where you can go into your your show research. And I personally use it, and I love it because it also not only gives you information about the podcast and how many episodes, what I really like about it is it tells you if it's active or not. So that takes a lot of guesswork out of it. But it also gives you contact information that you can start with if you can't find it on their website or anything like that or on their social because it pulls the information from their RSS feed. So you can always start there. Um, so yeah, there's tools out there that you can find that information. And then, then of course, there's listen notes too. So you want to make sure you record all of that. 
And then, of course, the pitch details. So you want to record the details of your pitch. This could be cumbersome for most. I've worked with clients who don't do this, and I work with clients who do. But if you don't record the details of your pitch, how do you know when you pitched them, what you pitched, what the topic you pitched to, what did you send in that pitch? Did you send a customized one sheet? Uh, When are you going to follow up with them? And what are the details of the responses? So you can capture a lot of that information within a tool such as Asana, which I use, or any of the templates that I have in this Ready, Set, Pitch program that I have linked in the show notes, you can insert as is in there. And it's really important because especially if you're pitching to a lot of shows, you're going to kind of forget who you pitch to and what topic. Believe me, I've had it where guests have come back to me right before our interview because they may have pitched months ago. And they forgot what topics. They forgot what they filled out on the guest application, which makes sure, going back to previous episodes, do that screenshot that I was telling you about. You want to make sure you record the details of this. So obviously the date of the pitch, the pitch itself, uh, the summary of the topics, any relevant information that's kind of jog that memory a little bit. And then you're also going to record your follow-up dates in your notes. So you're going to keep track of the dates and the details of the follow-up or communication that you have. This includes any notes or feedback you receive from the podcast host. You can take screenshots of that and upload it into your project management tool or Google folder or whatever, however you're keeping track of everything. But it's really important to stay on track with dates. And you can create these as tasks. So typically what I do is when I pitch a podcast, I have a preloaded template within my Asana tool has all the information that I am going to capture, including the individual task as redundant as make sure you disposition this to yes, they accepted the pitch or no, they didn't or follow up or whatever. I have all that baked into the template so you don't have to do all that work. But this helps my brain check all the boxes. But what I'll do is the date of the pitch, I'll record that I add that date. And then Typically, I recommend following up two weeks or 14 days, sometimes three weeks, depending on your availability, your time. So you put those dates in there. You add all these dates to make sure that you don't forget about them. And that way you get reminded. It's really important to keep track of all this and, you know, just stay engaged. And then, of course, the response status. You want to keep track of the responses of your pitches, including whether it was accepted, declined, or you're awaiting a response or you have to do a pre-interview, or you need more information, that kind of stuff. So that can be part of your tracker. Any details, if you are an author, this is important, especially if you're an author, or if you're launching a course or launching something new, and you're going to kind of promote that on the show, is the details of that promotion. So if your pitch is accepted, and you've scheduled to be a guest on that podcast, you want to track the details of that promotion, such as, you know, the launch date, when that episode is going to air, any specific promotional activities or mentions agreed upon and any other relevant details. So if the podcast host is actually going to help promote this book, you want to make sure that the date that they publish it aligns with the date of the launch, including this goes for anything that you're launching, not just a book. So keep that in mind. And then obviously, and finally, your results and your metrics. You want to track the results and metrics of your podcast appearances such as like your website traffic, 
the your your sales, your social media engagement, or any other measurable outcomes. And this is going to help you assess the effectiveness of your podcast pitching efforts and make informed decisions for future tweaks and promotions of what you're going to offer. Um, typically, you can do all of that. And then if you have a podcast yourself and you're directing people back to your podcast, you know, everything is linkable, right? So every call to action that you're going to do, it, there's going to be a link involved, whether it's a social media link, whether it's a download, here's a link to learn more to my website. Everything has a link. So everything can be trackable. And there's tools out there that you could create custom links, pretty links at the top of my head. I can think of one. There's bit.ly, bit.ly, fly, however you pronounce it. And I can link all that in the show notes too. But those are going to give you insight, if you will, to the outcomes of your pitch. And I know that there's some guests out there that are pretty, you know, they're experts at guesting. You know, they've been on a ton of podcasts and some of them will create a website for their webpage. It's not public facing like anybody can go to it specifically uh, a special link and they'll have all of their contact information on there. It's almost like their media sheet, but it's not. It's like, here's me, here's my bio, here's it's specific to that podcast and maybe the content that they cover and any of the companion work or guide or references they had as part of that podcast. Maybe they'll insert an embedded player from that podcast if they're able to do that. But it's unique and specific and that will be like their only call to action. And they're able to measure that based on that podcast that they were guesting on. It takes a little bit of work. But if this is your jam and this is the way that you are trying to market yourself, it's not a bad idea. So those are basically the components that you need to have to track all this stuff that you're trying to do. And again, if you want a better way to keep track of these processes, the research and your workflows, then Ready, Set, Pitch maybe for you, or you can book or schedule a session with me that you can pick my brain and I can tell you, take a look at what you're doing today, some tweaks that you can possibly make. I can be like a second set of eyes for you. And, um, you know, you can also check out the Ready, Set, Pitch if you just want to do it yourself. So everything is linked in the show notes of all the references I put in this podcast episode. If you have any questions, you know how to reach me. All my contact information is in the show notes as well. So until the next episode, my friends, Happy pitching. Thank you for listening to this episode on podcast guesting tips. I hope this helped you a little on your DIY pitching journey. As my free gift to you for listening, visit the link in the show notes to get your free download of my 30 days to pitch for profit scorecard. This fun exercise will teach you to take action and stay consistent. And you will have me in your inbox the whole time rooting you on every week. Play with the buddy see how competitive you can get. The sky's the limit. Visit the link in the show notes and share this podcast with anyone you think will learn from these tips. Until the next lesson, everyone, happy pitching.